Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kevin Kaufman, your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast, the podcast where we bring you weekly business tips and tricks, as well as in-depth interviews with leading minds in real estate and entrepreneurship to help you take your business to the next level. All right, Next Level Podcast listeners, this is Kevin Kaufman, and I'm back with another guest. Today, we have Paige Schulte. Paige, did I pronounce that correctly? Yes. Awesome. Yes. I love it when I nail it on the first try. Um, So, Paige, welcome to Kevin and Fred's Next Level Podcast. We are so happy to have you here with us today. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Well, you know, what I wanted to do is you and I started talking, uh, you had reached out uh, online and we're just kind of talking about business and what really jumped out to me about your real estate business is number one, it's new. Uh, two years and four months, and so not really old, and you've had a lot of success um, while juggling a lot of other things. I also really love the fact that you live in a city that, number one, is probably not the target demographic of what you would normally do if you were in your hometown, and number two, which is the bigger point, you've recently got up and moved in the last couple years to a whole new city, different, I mean, still on the West Coast, but still totally different part part of the country, really. And that's hard to do, being a new agent, being in a new city. Those are two uphill battles that a lot of folks face in our industry. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of hear about your early uh, wins and experiences so far in the business. Yeah, so I um, moved here on a whim. I bought my house on an iPhone. So I was like, you know what? If <laughs> if I'm going to be the best customer ever, I can probably do this job in real estate. Uh, I was reluctant. Um, to go into the business, but I was in a very sleepy town. Um, and I started out doing some marketing for a team and realized like everybody else who does this for a little bit, they're like, shit, I should get licensed. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, so I got licensed and, um, I basically saw an opening from a marketing standpoint in authentic, just authentic, marketing online marketing so really taking the the opening in uh the space of social media and nobody was doing video nobody was doing anything that was really genuine and i knew that i could stand out and maybe it, it would rock the boat a little bit but um so far it's been it's been a good a good success so. that's all that's awesome too and i think the other thing the key thing that to point out is you had a you, you were in another business before real estate, so it's not like right. this is your first entrepreneurial sort of endeavor, right? You you had another business in a different uh, in a different space prior to getting into real estate. Yeah, I definitely had the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mindset. I I kind of had a five year roadmap, and I've accomplished things a lot faster. Um, and I think some of that is because it is a small town, um, so you can make a bigger impact faster. Um, I also got very focused on who I was showing up to serve, um, which helped really create deep roots quickly, um, rather than trying to be everything to everyone. Yeah. You know, I, I gotta tell you the thing that really stuck out to me, Paige, a couple of the times that we spoke early, uh, the first few times, uh, both in email and on the phone was you were very clear on the fact that you, you niche down, right. And a lot of us, yeah. a lot of us focus in this business on, I, I do. They, we want to be everything to everybody because we're going to miss something if we do it. That's the sort of the, the natural human element piece of it, right? Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is the more focused, 
that you get on a single thing, the better off you're going to be. And actually the bigger you'll grow. Um, a good friend of mine, you, you may know his name cause he's not too far away from you. His name is Ben Kenny. But Ben, Ben said to me yeah. one time, you know, a brokerage for everybody is a brokerage for nobody. And it's the right. same thing for a team and the same thing for a real estate agent. If you're for everybody, you're actually for nobody. Um, and that's hard for a lot of folks because again, natural human instinct is to try to be everything to everyone all the time. And we can't I need the money. You're, I mean, especially when you're just starting out, you're like, I'll take anything anywhere. Um, and you start to realize that um, not everybody is a perfect fit. So I'm pretty upfront with my clients. I'm like, you know what, if this isn't working out, we're going to bless and release. Um, and, uh, and I really came into the business with an, with an abundance mindset that there's enough business for everybody. Um, which allowed me to say, I need, you know, 30 transactions a year. There's 30 people that will want to buy buy or sell with me, um, in the area that I want to serve. There's enough turnover. You know, you kind of look at the numbers and the more niche down I can be, the the easier it is for content marketing, the easier it is to drive. I mean, I can do more business now um, each year because, and just as one person, because I'm traveling in such a tiny radius. If you just think about that and quality of life. Yeah, absolutely. And and I know you, um, you know, so you're juggling things. You've got a family too. You've got a husband and he travels quite a bit. Right. And so that means like you're pulling double duty. You're, you're, you're entrepreneurial, you know, one minute and then you're doing mom duty the next minute and you're selling a house and like making content. I have three kids. Yeah. I don't I mean, want too many. I told you you're crazy. Like my rule is two in our house. It's like I, we play end to man defense only in my house. And so um, I hats off to you just for that. But, you know, so you, you're, you're juggling a lot of things and I'll just be frank. I think, I think as a woman and as a mom, you just have it harder in this business than I do. Um, because of the natural tendencies, the pull from the kids and just the society type. Sure. Of, um, it's harder. And that's why I love the fact that you've built this business. You've really designed your business. And that, that's what stuck out to me. And you also talked to, we, when we talked on the phone, we talked about content specific to video and to copy. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things, since you do video, you obviously do video quite a bit. I do video and I'm around a, a few other agents who do a lot of video. It feels like, can for me anyways, that everybody does video. But then yeah. when, when I step back and I realize actually nobody is doing video, here we are. I posted my first video blog 10 years ago, literally 10 years ago is when we started our first video blog. And there was still virtually nobody actually consistently doing video in our industry. It, it's a wide open it, opportunity, it, right? It's, well, if you think about the shortest distance from a, to a conversion that you can get virtually, it's by showing your face as a human. Um, I could lose 35 pounds, but people are going to see me in real life and in person and you just have to show up. You show, uh, and when you show up on a regular basis, you develop that trust and, and the human, the most human company wins. Mark Schaefer has the, uh, a really good book out right now called marketing rebellion. And at the end of it, it's just about being human. So when somebody tags me on a community group as a real estate agent, I immediately go in the direct messages and send a video. They're going to get 113 responses, but I'll be one of the ones that slid into the direct messages with a video and they can say, oh, well, at least I've talked to her. 
the very first time I got a bomb bomb video, I was like, I'm buying from that company because Sally, she just told me what to do. And she's a human, you know, we're not looking at, a, it's not a vortex. Yeah. Um, it's so true. Like human, it's that human element. I think Yeah, it's what people don't realize the subconscious mind does not know the difference between a computer screen, a phone screen, an iPad screen, a TV screen or a movie screen. And so what happens is when we put this content out there, our, the, our audience, if you will, they start to connect and they start to realize, oh, this is a human. And while you're not necessarily building a relationship with them, they're building a relationship with you. And that's obviously what's important if you're going to end up working together because that, again, it makes that whole conversion process easier, like you mentioned. Yeah, I, um, I just lost my train of thought. But the very first time it started, I mean, I'm because I said, all right, I, I'm going to focus on Gabe Harbor. I just focus on my one city. Um, and you become a tiny celebrity, which is super weird. At the pool, people will be like, hi, are you Paige's gig on Instagram? And I'm like, yes. In real life, here I am just having a throw day at the pool. Um, but, and then, and then you show the behind the scenes, but there's like, there, you know, there's your, your content that you can relate to your clients. And then there's the human side of the fact that we're in the same neighborhood and um, as neighbors kind of walking them through as a guide in your community. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a, that is such a big deal that I think so many of us in our industry are missing. Um, we have the ability to come in. I mean, well, look, okay, let's, let's, you've been licensed for two years, four months. Um, you said, what do you, what do you, what will you sell this year? The 2019, we're recording this. It's the end of July. What do you think you'll end up closing wise by the end of this year? Um, I am at, I'm at 15 million in production this year, 28 sales, um, with, with a goal of 30. Um, so I'll probably close 40. I, I don't know. I have like seven listings coming up. So I don't know, 40, so 50, maybe let's be conservative. Yeah. 40 to 50 units. Um, let's call it 25 to $30 million. That's a really yeah. good business. I mean, here's the part that it, so, so often, whether it's on a podcast or on a stage or whatever, we see these really big numbers, 300, 400, 500 units, a thousand units. Yeah. Um, but there's so many people behind the scenes to make that happen. This is you. Like, so tell me about, you have a full-time staff. Like wh who else is it besides I, you? I have a, I have myself. Um, and then I do have some people to help with content. So I have a copywriter, um, that she flushes out to make sure that my words aren't a mess. Um, <laughs> that it, when I put them out on into the interweb, um, I have a graphic designer that will kind of bring ideas to life. Um, and I do, I have, I have a photographer that she doesn't follow me around or anything, but I do some professional photo shoots to keep my marketing fresh because I'm all about more, more page. You know, like yeah. on, my face is big and uh, on postcards. And if I could buy a billboard, I probably would. Um, but uh, it is just me. And the reason why I had 70 part-time employees with my previous company for 10 years in California. Um, and I just, as a side note of being a Californian in the Pacific Northwest, that is a thing too. And I own it loud and proud and some people hate me for it. Um, so come into a new town and be a Californian. Um, but so it is just me. I don't, I, every now and then I might, um, pay somebody in my office to do some errands for me, but, um, because my, my area that I service so small, I can manage 
um, the number. And honestly, you know, at 40 to 50 houses a year, that's more than enough for me um, to accomplish all my dreams. And yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, and the point I was getting at, obviously I knew the answer because you, you had told me that. Uh, yeah. The point I want to get at for the listeners here is you're do, you actually don't have full-time staff. You have people right. that you can yeah, pay, right. you pay to on like a one-off basis. I need, I need some graphic work. I need some, uh, some uh, photographs sure. or, or we need, I need some copy editing, et cetera, which is yeah. to me though, that's really the way you build out your team when you're a solo agent at this point, you're growing business, you know, growing bigger. Yeah. Don't get hampered down. You're not hampered with a bunch of fixed expenses. Um, right. And so 25, $30 million in production because that's a lot of money and it's a really good business. I don't care who you are or where you're at. Right. That's a really good business. And you're not even three years in the, you're not even three years in this industry. And you've proven that if you just get consistent and niche down um, that you can grow that right. And you can go, yeah. so you've got some business acumen behind you because of your previous business. Um, so that's an advantage to you. But it's still a new industry in a new location. That's a big deal. So yeah, bear with me more. Like, how did you do that? Yeah. Um, well, the confidence came from getting the right education and being with the right brokerage that can educate me and hold my hand through making sure that I wasn't making terrible decisions for my clients. Um, so that part of kind of the learning curve of getting there, uh, I think is one of the most important decisions that you're going to make um, in choosing a brokerage is how much education you can get. Um, and then I didn't choose every platform. I didn't go wide with my marketing. I said, I'm going to show up every day forever on Instagram stories. So I've probably missed six days in two years. Um, I um, niched down and said, here's my ideal client. So I don't work with everybody in Gig Harbor. And here's my ideal area. So creating consistent content for one area was much easier when I didn't feel like I had to cast a really wide net. Um, and that way I could say, okay, I'm going to, this year I'm going to do Instagram stories and I'm going to post once a day on social. Um, I only use two platforms, not 10. Um, and this year I have been consistent in uh, Facebook Live. So every Wednesday, Every Wednesday, I do anything on video. So I take a shower, I get fully ready, and I do all my videos all on one day and just batch as much as I can um, so that I can roll out, uh, uh, you know, all the things. Kevin here, taking a quick break because I want to personally invite you to NLA Live 2020. That's going to be next April 23rd through 25th, 2020 in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's right. We moved the event to Scottsdale, Arizona. We've got a great resort picked out for this event. You will not want to miss it. Head on over to nextlevelagents.com. That's nextlevelagents.com and click on the events tab for all of the info. We'll see you there next April. I don't know. I mean, okay. So I, I have a question because in my, in my opinion, identifying your niche and, and identifying your ideal client. So uh, and, yeah. And I don't know if you, if you heard this or not, but if not, you should go back and listen to Sarah Kalki, who's from Canada. She's amazing, awesome agent uh -huh. um, who very similar. I think you guys have, there's a lot of similarities there um, that that's a very business savvy, sophisticated thing to do to go. I know who my idea, I would, I would use the word avatar is and right. who my ideal client, you know, and my, sorry. And then my, my niche down geographically as well. So yeah. that's something that was that 
Did that come to you from your previous business experience? Was that a book you read? Is that a mentor thing? Or is it just, you just realized like, hey, this is probably a good idea. Like, where did that come from? Um, if you haven't interviewed uh, Marguerite Martin, she's a genius out in Tacoma. Um, she's, she's on a sabbatical. She gets all of her business from referrals. But um, I met with her way back in the day, and she was one of those authentic marketers that said polarizing things. And before I got into the business, I was like, oh, thank God, it's so refreshing. I don't want to, you know, be everything to everyone and not have an opinion on anything and just be vanilla. Um, and she's, because of her mentality in the way she markets, I was like, okay, I could do this. And I don't have to, um, you know, I work with families. She works with people that want condos and have cats, you know, like, <laughs> um, and for me, I was like, well, how can I build a business quickly uh, and still be able to be close enough to be around my children? My kids are six, nine, and 10, so they're young too. Um, and how do I make sure geographically that I can get everywhere? I remember the first time and only time I went 45 minutes outside of my zone of happiness. That's what I call it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never doing this again. And I tell clients now, they come to me and they're like, do you sell me a house in this area? And I'm like, you know what? I know the best agent there because when I go on Facebook live or anything like that, what I get to teach people is the market stats. I can drill down into like five, three to $450,000 days on market, average price points, um, sales ratios for the micro markets within my area. And then pe people can trust that I'm so data driven, but you can't be data driven if you're doing everything. Yeah. And, and then if you're that data driven, you can close every single listing appointment. Like nobody can go up. Well, people can go up against me, but, um, if I can, if I can come with all, all of the, the um, details on somebody's house and have been on tour every single week and know every single house that's out there. Like it just makes so much sense to be a true expert. Absolutely. So let's, so let's do this page. Um, I want you to, there's, there's someone listening to the show right now or, and they're, they're new and they're wondering what, okay, what do I do? I want to do that. Like I want to be in page. I want to be page in 2.4 months from now or two years and two years and four months from now. Um, what are the, what are the two or three steps that you, uh, pieces of advice you would give to that agent today to go out and so they could kind of get on that same path of having the, having the business success that you've had? I look at the, look at your favorite city. They, like you, what, who do, what do I want to be mayor of? You want to be the mayor of what city? Identify your soul-sucking client who you'd never want to work with. Love it. And, and then you're like, favorite, you know, like, mine's like, you know, I got a name for her and everything. Um, whoever your ideal client is and speak to those people, you know, speak to that person in that city and get to know her or him really, really well. And then choose one form of uh, content, whether it's a podcast, or in most cases, like blogging and, and uh, Facebook or um, somehow that you get your content out and do one thing really, really well. Um, and, and not, you know, don't stress out about um, doing everything, but just do one thing really well and really consistently um, and then show up for them. I um, ideally, you know, down the road, I'd like to only serve my neighborhood. It's 780 homes, average price points, eight, 800,000 and up. 
Uh, there's enough turnover and I'm like four minutes away from them, from anybody. Um, that happens to be, and I only want to serve the families within that neighborhood, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll help some cool uh, downsizers if they need it. Uh, I do live in Gig Harbor, which is like number one retirement city. And I'm like, you know what, I only work with families. Um, but in that case, I, I take my blogs. So I'm, I'm like the queen of repurposing content. So I'll take these well-written blogs and then I'll turn them into a print ad. So instead of like, hey, Paige Schulte, luxury real estate agent, I'll take something that's super valuable, like, you know, top 10 places to eat in the summer on a patio and put it in a blog content uh, in print advertising. Because in that neighborhood, there are a lot of people that are still reading uh, the neighborhood content. And so how do you add value every day? It's like Gary Vee, you know, without the cussing. Um, but just showing up and giving value. And, um, you know, our Northwest MLS changed some of our um, contract forms recently. And I was like, hey, and I always speak to people. I'm like, I'm like, not I'm your agent, but like, hey, when you are going and talking to your agent, make sure that they know these three changes that are really significant in your contract and just show up and give value instead of saying that they have to hire you. They'll come around and they will hire you. I probably get now, I probably get four calls a week, either coming from my website or just um, Instagram or other referrals from people. And then the other thing that if somebody new is gonna come out and they have any kind of passion around entrepreneurship, I love small business. Um, I made friends and focused on knowing every single business owner in the area. They're, the is, they're, talking, they're talking to all the people all the time. Yeah, that is such a key thing. I was actually talking to an agent on, on my team today about that and ways to, to like go spark those relationships and get them going um, because that is so powerful. Other business owners like us, like, you know, I, I think of it this way. So as real estate agents, who's always, call, who's calling on us? Typically our title and escrow people, <laughs> lend, lenders, of course, inspectors, et cetera. Well, why are they calling us? Because we have a book of business too, and we can direct a lot of that their way should we, should we try to or want to. Um, well, it's the same way for other business owners, whether they own a restaurant or a, or a coffee shop or a bookstore. It doesn't matter. They've got a, you know, they've got a book of business too, and there are people that want their recommendations and that they've built relationships with as well, especially small business in this day and age. When you've got a small business that's, that's survived, they typically have a lot of great roots within their community. And so why not build your roots with other people that, that have the same? And I think that's and, uh, such a big piece. If you, and if you're, if you are truly niche down and you think about how you can shine a light on them and say, you know what, this, this, look at this amazing thing that they're doing and bringing to Gig Harbor. This is their value wedge and you shine a light on them. Um, it, it's, it's like the long game. You're, you've got to find your small wins uh, along the way and just reinvest and reinvest and it'll come back to you way faster. I never thought that I would have this level of success this quickly in, in terms of being able to choose. Um, I do about 50,000 a year right now in referrals and just knowing agents from across the area and referring out. I love that. You're actually talking about referring out to other agents who probably don't even live that far from you. Um, oh, I, that I like my kids go to school in Tacoma and I had I sold a house in Gig Harbor and I, she was like, can you help me find a condo in Tacoma? And I was like, you know, I drive there every day, but I don't sell houses there, but I have the best agent. 
and it's free money. I mean, I get you know twenty five percent for nothing. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's that. That's the best like return on your time you could ever have as a referral. Uh, th- there's no doubt about that. So you know, one of the other things that you mentioned to me was about building an email list and sort of loving on your sphere of influence. So yeah. uh, obviously, I, I I think we're starting to paint the picture of how you built your your sphere of influence and how you've started to build up your email list, being consistent with the content, putting the, you know, video, 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 building relationships. Okay. So now you've got these, you've got these names and email addresses there. How do you do that? So how do you nurture that, that, how do you nurture a list of people? I guess is what I'm asking you. Okay. So, um, I repurpose a lot of content. So like if I put a really good Instagram post together, they're like mini blog posts and I might even just take that and before I put it on Instagram, it goes to my email list. So it could include a like fun facts about, um, uh, you know, vendors in the area that you might want to give a shout out to, but I do try to email them twice, uh, twice a month with anything, like anything I would want to have coffee with them about. You know, like, these are my people. These are like your friends that opted into your email list that want to hear from you. They're the same people that follow you on social. Um, And you know, there's no option for my people to come to an event or um, I have t-shirts that say like, you know, Gig Harbor. And I finally put my name on the back of them because I was like, I'm like the opposite of wanting to brand everything. Um, And they just, sign up for, with an email address to get a free something. So there's always an opt-in option. And I have the pop-up box on my, on my email. I have, a, uh, I have a lead magnet. So if you think about online entrepreneurs that are out there running courses and stuff, they have these lead magnets with free information. Um, I have a 30-day guide to prepping their home for market. And so that's an opt-in. They can download that for free. Um, so, and then build, build up that sphere, especially when you're new. I, I knew two people when I moved here. So I was building up a cold audience That's and now, awesome. yeah, now it's not just, um, you know, canned email content that goes out. It's just truly like having coffee with my people. I love, I love the way you describe that. Like something that you'd want to have coffee with them over. Um, I had a mentor say to me one time, essentially, Hey, if your newsletter, if you had to start charging for your newsletter tomorrow, mm-hmm. you couldn't email it to them for free anymore, but you actually had to, they had to pay you for how many people would stay on your list. Yeah. And I think that's a good measurement, uh, you know, of, I think a lot of us put out, you know, can't, it's the can't, I'm just gonna say it like recipe cards, you know, if you will, yeah. um, like that's yeah. not good enough. We've got to be the source of value to, to our people, to our tribe, to, to whoever that is for us. And so I love the way you use that. What would I have a cup of coffee with them over? Uh, and I love yeah. twice a month. That's not too much. People think email is yeah, dead. Email is not dead. It's, it's the only thing you own. And so I, if you go to my website, uh, you can't get to social media from there. I don't have it on there because I don't want them going back down into that rabbit hole. I already got them here. I pay a lot of money with Facebook ads and stuff like that to get them to my website. I don't want them going back into the black hole. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really smart and you're right. It is the only thing that you own because, you know, I'm a big fan of Facebook too. I love Facebook. I've got Facebook groups, um, use Facebook for, uh, for targeting clients and, and customers. Um, and 
the reality is, is if they change it, it goes away. You know, if my Facebook group goes away, I actually can't do anything about that. And so the off download that right now, you need to download all your people right now. Oh yeah. So absolutely. No, it's, it's a big, that's a big part of some things that we think about with that because um, they do have control of it. Now it's probably not going away, but still they have ultimate control. I'd rather, I'd rather be in control. Yeah. 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 The rules are changing all the time and it's a great place to um, gather up your people and then the idea is to, to move them over. And then ideally you get those people off your email list and hey, you have coffee with them and have those in-person events and invite them. Um, yeah. Invite them to see you in real life. Yes, exactly. Yes. You take that, you start to build it online and then you can take that offline and uh, have a real relationship in person that could potentially lead to business or other things. I mean, you never know. Yeah, super fans. I mean, some of the people that watch me consistently, um, they're your super fans that end up referring you a ton of business, um, but have never worked with you yet. Exactly. Yes, that absolutely can happen. So, um, well, great. So let me ask you this one more thing. Like, um, as we now we're, we've talked about like what the rest of 2019 looks like for you and as we're heading into 2019 and 2020, like what's on the horizon for you? What are your goals over the next, say, I'm going to call it six to 18 months. So including this year and, and 2020. Okay. So I got really, I got, I got really niched down and I had, um, I, I don't want to, um, seem that I didn't do anything. You know, I did Zillow I, and I crushed it. I was really good at Zillow. Um, and I took all the money that I used to spend there because I had a pretty decent ad spend with them. Um, but I had so much business, I could not even call people back. Um, and I took that money and I wrote a book on Gig Harbor. Uh, awesome. It's a coffee table book. And so we have this launch party that's coming up in um, quarter three um, that I'll invite all my people to. And really the coffee table book is a highlight on the small businesses in the area, along with like all the scenic panoramic views um, of this town. Um, so that's really kind of going to round out the, the back end of my marketing because now all of those book profiles are my future blog posts. Yeah. Um, and the really, and then solidifying those relationships with all of those, um, different business owners. Um, so that's going to round out the end of my year, um, and finishing out with the clients that I have. I had this vision in 2019, like one year in being like, I'm going to open my doors in January and I'm going to take the first 30 clients that match my ideal client avatar. Um, and I think putting out that mindset really did attract the right people because it worked out pretty well. And um, so going into 2020, I hope to increase my referral network and my referral passive income. Um, and then um, and looking to teach, teach a little bit more too, and share some of the stuff that I've learned, um, and teach other agents how to do more authentic human marketing rather than feeling stressed out by door knocking and stuff. Cause it's just not realistic for some of us that have children and all that. It's not real realistic for some of us that are scared to death of door knocking either. So right. yeah, uh, I did it one time. Like I did it once yeah. and I was like, well, this is terrible. I'm never doing it again. And I know people that do it every day and they crush it and it's good for them. And I'll never do it again, but it's awesome for me because they're really, that is the thing about this, that, that this is one of the reasons why I love having this podcast is to be able to talk to people that have different business models, because there are so many different ways for us to win as real estate agents. And I think at the end of the day, if we keep the consumer first and we use the tools available to us, 
use a, the no-brainer like video, especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, we have everything in our advantage. I know. The, the uh, creation of vertical video has changed our whole world. It has. So, it yeah. really has. Well, that's awesome. Any parting thoughts that you want to share with any of the listeners uh, before we sign off here uh, that uh, whether it's a tip or a thought or, or anything at all like that? Um, the riches, the riches are in the niches, but if you want to reach out, I'm at pages gig on Instagram. That's where I hang out most, but, um, yeah, I'm always willing to share. Awesome. At pages gig on Instagram. And we'll put that in the show notes, of course. And, uh, Paige, thank you so much for taking some time thank you. to uh, thank share you so your much. story with us today. We really appreciate it. That's it for today's show. Do me a favor if you enjoy this, go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening at, leave us a review, share this episode with your friends, and for more great content, check us out in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash next level agents. That's facebook.com forward slash groups next level agents. See you soon.